Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right. We are still the new definition of color commentary. I am Jerry Brooks, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, as well as your host and tour guide through the whacked-out world of Joe Biden's America. And also providing you weather reports, as my friends, here in our beautiful headquarters in Florida, many of you, I mean, unless you've been living in a cave or something, y'all know that we are in the process of getting ready for Hurricane Ian, which as of right now at 2.10 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Ian is a Cat 3 storm. It's in the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, its eye has passed over the western half of Cuba and it's looking to make uh, landfall on the Gulf Coast of Florida uh, sometime within the next 12 maybe 18 hours so it's uh, it's gonna be pretty intense um, it's expected to make landfall as a cat for the areas affected on the Gulf Coast are as far south as Fort Myers and Naples and to as far north as Tampa St. Petersburg so yes it's not going to be fun and you can't really take storms like this for granted because it can do so many things not just from wind damage and the flooding the rains uh, the storm surge but it can just uh, be a real bear uh, as far as creating tornadoes there have been there have been many many times where hurricanes have also uh, developed in certain areas into you know with tornadoes on top of everything else so uh, where we are in North Florida uh, we're expecting to get more rain than anything uh, not really high winds uh, but it is still very possible to get a lot of flooding because we are near some beautiful rivers and lakes uh, in this part of the state but still uh, yeah it is a it is a potential problem and also we might end up also with tornadoes so, yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on here in the state of Florida, to be sure. But, we're, uh, but what's really crazy, it's not Governor DeSantis, for sure. He has been on top of everything since last Friday. So, yes, he has prepared. He's putting uh, assets in place to help folks. I can tell you from personal experience driving alongside a caravan of utility trucks. That is pretty amazing. And it was pretty intense at times because many of these uh, utility trucks were 
uh, alongside Interstate 75, which is the main freeway to get you to the Florida Gulf Coast. Uh, and it's it was wild, but the Florida National Guard, first responders, all over the state. Uh, because Governor DeSantis uh, started out with a couple of dozen counties, and he just said, oh, the heck with it, you know. We're going to declare a state of emergency for the entire state. So, okay. So he's doing his job, but, unfortunately, where's Joe Biden? Nowhere to be found. Because, unfortunately, the demented one apparently has refused to pick up the phone and call Governor DeSantis to see what he needs to help the folks of Florida because he is a mean old man and if what I saw during the ceremony at the White House yesterday with the Atlanta Braves is any indication he's also a real real pervert <laughs> who really wants to do things to kids that I can't mention on air. I mean the the man is, I mean, the man scares children, literally, in some cases. But still, he hasn't even bothered to call Governor DeSantis. You know, we've got hurricanes, other natural disasters, that are supposed to be beyond petty partisanship and bickering. But not in Joe Biden's mind. No, 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 no. He wants DeSantis to fail. And make Florida pay for our defiance. Because, as he said during the whole vaccine mess last year, our patience is wearing thin. I'm like, when he said that, I thought, who the heck cares? I mean, who the heck cares about if your patience is wearing thin? When people didn't want to get the dang vaccine for whatever reason... And you needed to respect that, and you didn't. And a lot of com a lot of private sector companies didn't. Airlines didn't. It's a mess, folks. So, yeah. So we've got a Cat Four hurricane heading right straight for some of, for some of my great friends who live on the Florida Gulf Coast. And Biden doesn't want to call a sitting governor to provide federal assistance. Okay. Now, of course, uh, Biden's Cabbage Patch press secretary is trying to play it down like, oh, no, 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 no. He had, oh, no, it's like he's not refusing to do that. He wants to help the people of Florida. It's like, okay, sure. Right, that's, uh, that's what you want us to believe. Eh, Karine Jean-Pierre? No, dear. Uh, you're not as skilled of a liar as your predecessor. Trust me on that one. So circle, even circle back Saki <laughs> is talking about the midterms on the Sunday shows. Oh man, you know it's got to be crazy. Uh, <laughs> when uh, Peppermint Saki uh, is talking about the midterms. Oh mercy. That's a mess right there. I mean, she's even said that if the midterms are a referendum on Biden, 
which it really needs to be. Uh, yeah, the Democrats are going to lose, lose big. Now, of course, the media, uh, this Eugene Robinson, this great apparent columnist for the Washington Post, is writing, a, well, Eugene Robinson is an older gentleman who's black, who's liberal, and deranged, just like so many other black liberal pundits. You know, that the midterms, the GOP is all about uniting around revenge. No, Eugene Robinson, you dipstick. There's a big difference between revenge and accountability. Since apparently you're an award-winning journalist, you should know this. But apparently you still don't. Because we've the nation has had it. People are ticked off. The only people who seem to think they've done well in the Biden economy are probably folks who are so stinking rich they don't care. They just don't care. They haven't been affected as much by inflation as, say, someone who's a single mom who's trying to keep food on the table for her kids, a roof over their heads, things like this little people, you know, that you just can't seem to deal with. So, no. Biden needs to be impeached. Now, what I'm learning from members of Congress, GOP members, I mean, Matt Gates, uh, here in Florida, his the first congressional district is right in the Florida panhandle. He's talking about admitting that there are GOP members who apparently don't want to get into impeachment. Same with some of the establishment Republican lobbyists and so forth. They're worried about regular order. They're worried about is there going to be this piece of legislation or that piece of legislation? I'm thinking to myself, are you kidding? No. Biden and, oh gosh, let's go with the sort of the murderer's row of Biden and Mayuckas at Homeland Security, Merrick Garland at Justice. These people do need to be impeached. They're not doing their dang jobs. And the fact that they've been appointed and not elected makes it even more dangerous. Because what else is the FBI and the DOJ going to do? Hmm? Now, they've already gone after whistleblowers, their own people who are telling on them big time. But over the weekend, another head-scratcher, facepalm, moment from the FBI when some 20 FBI agents armed to the teeth, all tacked out, went to the Pennsylvania home of a Catholic pro-life activist. And oh, Matt Hauk, I believe is his name. But I'll tell you what, this absolutely ticks me off because once again, the FBI and the DOJ are weaponizing and going after all sorts of people. I mean, not, you know, criminals, not terrorists. Oh my gosh, I, I wanted to, uh, 
see if I can find this. Because his this story absolutely makes me want to puke. Oh, there we go. Yes. Now, this is a story uh, from dated the 25th of September from the Epoch Times. Yeah, there we go. Uh, the FBI reportedly arrested Catholic pro-life activist and author Mark Houck in a raid on his rural home early Friday morning. Now, this was in rural Pennsylvania, and apparently... Is he this Mr. Hauk, who's just a guy, a dad, a husband, has a lot of kids, and oh my gosh, this was just ridiculous. Now, M Mr. Hauk is the target, is the latest target of a string of DOJ sponsored SWAT raids and arrests, as at least two dozen federal agents swarmed his property in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, with around 15 vehicles. Now, his wife, Mr. Houck's wife, is quoted in the story as, The kids were all just screaming. It was all just very scary and traumatic. Yeah, uh-huh. Now, instead of going after the BLM rioters and the Antifa rioters who attempted to burn down the the country, and several cities during 2020, no, they're still going after just ordinary people. You know, not only are they trying to create a false narrative about January 6th, and about domestic terrorism, and extremism, and political violence. I said, really? The only two th stories that I've heard of recently that involved political violence. Well, I mean, there's more of them, actually. I mean, does anybody remember the assassination attempt on Justice Kavanaugh of the Supreme Court and his family in the middle of the night? Just before the court ruled that Roe versus Wade went, has to go back to the states and be dealt with on a state-by-state -state basis? That's not political violence? Uh, how about... Catholic churches and pro-life crisis pregnancy centers that were vandalized, firebombed, and everything else. Oh, that's not political violence. That's okay. The FBI and the Justice Department didn't go after them. I mean, oh my gosh. Most recently, up in North Dakota, an 18-year-old young man apparently was struck by a dude who was probably drinking and probably a way out in left field dude took his car, Shannon Brandt, 41 years old, and killed an 18-year-old kid because he thought he was a mega extremist. And they got into it over political argument. Oh my gosh, we can't have that. Oh no, we can't we can't arrest people like that. That's not political violence. I'm like, mm-hmm. And in Michigan. Now, this one really fried me. So, in, in Michigan, an 84-year-old lady who was a volunteer for a pro-life organization was, be, was shot in the back.
after going to a home that apparently there was a bit of a another political argument. And a guy shot the lady. Thank God she didn't die. Shot in the back around her shoulder. Fortunately, I mean, this is one tough lady. 84 years old, she was able to drive to the police station, report the crime, and then they got her to a hospital where she got treatment. Now, don't any leftist ever, 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 don't even think about talking about this. Oh, MAGA is extreme, and they're violent, they're a threat to democracy. If you go down that road with me, I'm more than likely to smack you upside the head with my cane. Because you are an idiot. You are a programmable sheep, and you believe everything the mainstream media tells you as if it were gospel. And, th and there is absolutely no reasoning with these people, in spite of the facts. Now, when you challenge them to say, well, where's the where are the MAGA folks doing this type of stuff? Hmm? Challenge them on it. And I'll bet you they'll go right into name-calling because they've got nothing. Absolutely, positively nothing. So, yeah, this is just really hacking me, to, hacking me off listening to this nonsense. Ay, 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 ay. Uh, now, speaking of the FBI, now, apparently, to, according to a whistleblower's attorney, the FBI is using security clearances to quiet its critics. And this is another great story from the folks at Just the News, written by John Solomon, investigative journalist extraordinaire. It is absolutely incre incredible. Uh, yeah, this is just this is just incre incredible, and this goes right to the story of an FBI whistleblower from Florida who was recently outed and was suspended. They, he was. You know, escorted out of the FBI field office in Daytona Beach, 12-year veteran of the Bureau, a SWAT team member, respected by his colleagues, and yet, when he went to his uh, supervisors and started complaining about things, they had to shut him up. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. I mean, lost his job, lost his badge, his gun, everything. And now, Jim Jordan, who, uh, Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio, who is going to be the future chairman uh, of the House Judiciary Committee when uh, the new Congress convenes, this is just, ah, this is going to be real interesting because there are all sorts of stories. I mean, headlines related to the FBI and it's just out of control wackadoodle war on the American people. I mean, here's another great story from Just the News. Um, FBI whistleblower says SWAT teams being misused and the rights of 
January 6th defendants are trampled. Absolutely trampled. So yeah, this is crazy. The FBI is complete and the DOJ is off their rockers. They are. They are now the new, they are the American KGB. Just like the old Soviet Union. And I do know a few things uh, about the, so the old Soviet Union having been there many years ago. So yeah, the FBI is off its rocker. And, well, we can't, we can't impeach these people. B.S. You leave them there, who else are they going to go after? Hmm? Seriously. Who else is the, D is the FBI and the DOJ going to go after? Hmm? I mean, good grief, they're getting, they're taking people into custody who weren't even there in on uh, January 6th in D.C. They might have, you know, they weren't even at the Trump, the Trump rally that was there in D.C. on that day where the president spoke before all hell broke loose at the Capitol. So yes, there are still going to be a whole lot of questions that need to be answered and there needs to be investigations at the same time they're doing legislation to help get the country back on track. There has to be. But yet when I hear people like Nancy Mace uh, and uh, Matt Gates talk about, well, some of the GOP don't want to deal with impeachment. I said, what? Are you kidding? If, if Kevin McCarthy is going to be speaker, <clears throat> excuse me, I've said it before and I will say it again. If Kevin McCarthy wants to be speaker and keep his keep his position and not have the majority that he wanted absolutely go kaboom in 2024 when Trump's trying to get back in the office, you might as well kiss it goodbye. Biden needs to be impeached. I don't care what the other wimpy Republicans say. The man needs to be impeached. In less than two years, what he's done to this country with the economy, with the border, with the corruption, on the connections and all the little political favors that he's been doing for the communist Chinese. Uh, next, and, and, and Hunter, oh yeah, let's not forget Hunter. Hunter's very, still very much involved in this. And apparently, you know, now that the FBI doesn't have the stones to investigate him, the Democrats don't have the integrity to have him investigated, then it's going to be status quo come 2023. It's going to be status quo. If these people are not held to account, Marcus for the border and the mess that, the, ugh, that Homeland Security has made of it and his constant lies, oh, the border is secure. Right. Same thing. The cackler, Kamala Harris. God, the cackler still sounds like a Batman villain. Ugh. But she's like, oh, the border is secure. Lied, lied, and lied again to Chuck Todd of uh, 
meat to the press. Um, <laughs> had to borrow that Limbaugh, uh, that Limbaugh image. Uh, so yeah, it's just crazy. We've got real problems here. Absolute real problems, and we don't have the administration to handle it. They are literally, and by design, ruining the country. Because inflation is still a big deal. The illegal immigration is still a big deal. Border security is still a big deal. That's a real issue. Abortion and threats to democracy and climate change? Uh, no. No, they don't affect people. Not the same way that inflation does. Because inflation is a tax on everybody. It does not care what your socioeconomic standing is. And it hurts the working class, the poor, seniors on fixed incomes. Oh, and let's not even, don't even talk about pension funds and 401ks and IRAs. Those are going up in smoke too. The markets are a train wreck. Not just the stock market, but the bond market. It's a train wreck too. These were traditionally looked at as you know, kind of safe harbors for inflation, but now, not anymore. Not anymore. And I've been making a concerted effort to learn more about economics and how they affect the average American. And you cannot believe that this is just straight incompetence. Not at this level. This is by design. And the fact that they're still, the Biden regime is still trying to play a Jedi mind game on the American people? Uh, no. No, 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 no. Because the numbers are out there. The data is out there. The polling is out there. Not just traditional conservative polling like uh, Trafalgar and, and other groups who do great work. But we've got the mainstream media's own polling that is trying <laughs> desperately to make Biden and the Democrats look good and they cannot get the job done. Because when it comes to the real issues, crime, uh, even the generic ballot, which isn't always the best indicator, but whether you would like a Republican or a Democrat, Republicans are up five in, an, in the ABC Washington Post poll. On issue after issue, the real issues, crime, illegal immigration, the border, the real issues, Republicans are up, in some cases, by double digits. So, whether you hear that the, oh, it's not going to be a red wave. Yeah, don't believe it. As I keep telling people, the psychops are in full swing and they're going to do whatever they possibly can to get you distracted, get you off the subject of how rotten everything is because of Democrat and Democrat policies. They're going to do it. 
and they're going to and they're going to keep trying and trying and trying. Now, I would highly avoid watching MSLSD because these people are nothing more than group therapy in need of a psychiatrist. Don't, don't go there. Don't get distracted. We are 42 days, 42 days away from Election Day. I encourage folks to Trump supporters, America First, MAGA, whatever umbrella you're under, if you're an American patriot, stay focused. Please stay focused. I encourage you. 42 days. That's six weeks. Just stay focused. Uh, early voting. Uh, there are some states that have started early voting. If you want to do that, great. Stay, but stay focused. Because the goal is to get this country back to exceptionalism. To American exceptionalism. Now, it's going to be done in phases. November 8th is the first phase. Vote the clowns out. Vote the bums out. Number two. Second phase starts in January next year when the new Congress is seated. And you gotta think this is a marathon. Because if we don't follow through on each of these phases with the election, with the new Congress, getting the things done. Do what you said you would do. Now, this commitment to America thing, um, it's kind of sketchy to me in certain parts, but people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates, others in Congress who are the real firebrands, the real staunch conservatives, the ones who care about freedom, those are the ones who are going to need help. The Jim Jordans and others who are now set to become committee chairman, the key committee chairman, and especially appropriations, judiciary, oversight, you name it. it. These are the key committees in the House and the Senate. So we've got to flip this sucker and flip it hard and flip it fast. And just to go at it. Go on offense. Because if we forget and rest on our laurels, we're going to have some real problems. So let's not go back to the way things were. And if these are some wimpy Republicans, they either need to get us fined or get ready to get their butts primary in 2024. Because I know there are going to be some Republicans who are going to be primaried. Mitt Romney in the Senate is going to be one of them. And I do believe that Utah, the Utah GOP already has a candidate in mind. And I'm thinking, whoa. I mean, it's two years before the election and they've already got somebody to primary Mitt Romney? The folks in Utah are serious. They are real serious about this stuff. I mean, it is in some ways, one of the most conservative states in the country, but, ugh. Anyway. So, yeah, there's going to be some really weird stuff. And especially one issue, as I kind of start to wrap it up here, is these transgender clinics and these doctors. 
I mean, physician do no harm is the Hippocratic Oath. And you've got people calling themselves doctors doing all of these transgender surgeries and they're making Boku money. They're making serious bank on this. And yet, I'm surprised nobody is really talking about this issue. At least on the conservative side. Because that is child abuse. To mutilate and permanently damage these kids? Now, if they're over 18, whole different ballgame. But the situation that happened at Vanderbilt and other places in the country that do these? Oh, we're, we're going to get into that. I, I want to do it this week, but it's going to be dependent upon uh, how badly we are affected by Hurricane Ian. So, we're, but stand back, because I'm definitely wanting to do a deep dive into some of this. I might put it in an audio or, and video version, but people need to know this. And for my Christian brethren, it's time for you to take your head out of the sand and realize there's some real evil going on, and we're not confronting it, and we need to. Period. Don't just sit on your blessed assurance on Sundays. Put, your, put some feet to your faith and be a voice for those who may not be able to speak for themselves. And with that, I wanted to say thank you very much for listening to today. We're hoping to still be doing uh, podcasts the, this week. just depends on the whole situation uh, with Hurricane Ian. But to listen to our podcast, our audio version, you can go to any podcast platform. Just look for In Black and Right, and you will find us. And we just simply encourage you to follow and subscribe. And you can get all the new episodes, and you can even go back through our archives and listen to some old ones. Also, uh, in blackandright.net, our website, we encourage you to subscribe to that, become part of the In Black and Right Coalition, and get updates every time we add something to the website or something we want to feature in our online store. Uh, also, uh, we're on social media as well. We're on Truth Social, Parlor, Getter, Rumble. Yep, so we're everywhere. Uh, True Patriot Network as well, which is a great new platform that, that's really starting to do some, uh, do some serious growth. But for now, take care everybody. God bless. And for my fellow Floridians, you stay safe out there wherever you are. And we would appreciate prayers for us folks down here in Florida. So, remember as always, Patriots come in all colors.